0: Hey everybody! Welcome back to another episode of the Seven Cents Cosmo Podcast. Joining me, of course, is my good friend Luis Savala.
1: Yeah. Hello, everybody. Seven Cents Cosmo here, and it's me, Luis Savala. How are you over there, Simon?
0: Doing good. Doing good. And if this is your first time tuning in and watching us or listening to us, this is a podcast where we are rewatching the classic anime series Saint Seiya.
1: Yes. A <laughs> very, very. Uh... The only anime that I can honestly say is both the best known and unknown, depending on what part of the world that you're in, (laughs) anime that's out there. (laughs) That is very true.
0: So today's episode, we are going to talk about episode four. This was aired on November 1st, 1986. Yeah, so we open up with the Galaxian Wars tournament, the continuation of it. And this time, it's going to be... Pegasus Seiya versus and kind of an introduction of Dragon Shidu. Dragon. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, this is going to be one of the most intense fights.
1: Yes, by far. Yeah.
0: By this far one, one
1: of the ones. This is one of the ones where um, um, first and foremost, this one shows a very interesting I would actually have to say um, what, what clearly, I don't know if it's a Brotherly kind of a love thing or if it's a lover kind of a love thing. but Neo really, really, really hates to watch these fights because she's so scared of what happens what could happen to say right um to this point in my opinion, I have seen her look at him in a little bit more than a friend kind of a you know intrigue. I think that she likes him likes him, although some of her actions sound more like, you know, a family love. This one, to me, kind of feels like she might like him in a different way, though.
0: Yep. And of course, you know, Seiya's oblivious to that.
1: Always. Like every <laughs> main anime character always is oblivious <laughs> to it, so it frustrates her even more. Yep. So we see Seiya fighting Shidu, and
0: Shidoo, one punch, knocks Seiya out. Yeah. I was like, well, that's that. Was
1: fast. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah.
0: And it looks like Seiya's about to be defeated, and then Comes in, out of nowhere, Shinrei, which is, uh, I would say, a female love interest at first, or female friend, female love interest of Shiru. Shiru, yeah. And she comes in and tells Shidu that the old master, which is the mentor, the teacher to Shiru, and also, you know, someone that, you know, Shinrei looks up to because, like you know, he kind of raised her. Yeah. No, yeah. that no the old master is uh sick Yes, and then we flash back to seeing the old master and we like to call him the purple yoda purple yoda <laughs> because yes he has, he has purple skin and he really talks i don't want to say talks like yoda but you know the the, the wisdom isms of yoda. yeah
1: exactly <laughs> The way, like the, the, the way he speaks in and in like, you know, uh the way he the double speak, the kind of way that he speaks in metaphors and stuff like that is very reminiscent and also just so happens to kind of look like a Japanese anime take of Yoda, only purple.
0: Yeah, but, you know, we'll know more about the old master and later in the series, but he is. I'm gonna say don't. Judge him by his appearance. Yeah, right? do not do at not, all. <laughs> all. Right. There's a reason no, why really. he gets a lot of respect. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. But then we see like the montage of a Shidu training that the Rose on uh the f- it depends. Uh, what do you watch it? They call it the Rose on Peaks, the five men peak, or something something like that. I believe it's the
1: Rosadon Peaks is the way I remember. Uh, the, I'm probably thinking of the way it wasn't the Japanese dub for that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so
0: definitely it, you know, they're that's where shiru trained. So essentially that would be somewhere in China.
1: Yes. And, and also you see, you also I have to make mention really quick a side note is that Shiru uh actually has a much older voice than in the Japanese dub for this one. So it did take a little getting used to for me. <laughs> but it was still okay. It's still okay.
0: <laughs> yes, but the voice actor did a good job. And I'll yes. definitely post a name here. But unfortunately, he did he did pass away like oh. in 2000 early 2000s you know he yeah. um, he did one of the final OVAs for a later arc in in when Sensei C- 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 came back in 2002 uh, yes but unfortunately he did pass away not too long after finishing those
1: arcs Oh, god the rest his yeah. soul so sad yeah. so sad yeah and um
0: yeah and then so we're going back into you know seeing the training and the old master tells him to, well, you're fine. You're, one of your tasks is to make the water, because they're training right by, like, a... Like a you know,
1: huge waterfall.
0: Yeah, a waterfall. And he's like, oh, you gotta make the water flow backwards.
1: Good. Make it flow <laughs> upward? <laughs> yeah. I know. Right. He's but, like, what the hell? <laughs> like,
0: no one can do that. What are you talking <laughs> about, old master? He's like, well, what do you mean? You, you're a saint. <laughs> right? <laughs> so then we see this, like, montage of him, like, Shido punching water. Kicking it, and then he finally did it. All yeah. Yeah. He (laughs) finally did it because he uses Cosmos. Boom.
1: Yes. Boom. He finally becomes one with the Cosmos. Then gets finally does it. The trainers being tough on him because he knows he's capable of it.
0: Yes, absolutely. And of course, that's where he would get the Dragon Cloth. Yes. Yeah. And it goes back to the Galaxian Wars tournament, and then. Shiru's about to leave because he thinks Say already been beaten down, but then Say gets back up. He's like, "Man, I'm not done yet." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course. Never
1: underestimate.
0: I think at this point, you No know, launches his famous attack.
1: Yes. The Rose on
0: Shore, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you? Huh. <know>?
1: Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
0: and then, of course, you know, hits Saya, and and then and then he thinks like, "Okay, this time I really beat him. Let's go, Shinrae. But no,
1: gets back up. Mm-mm. Yeah,
0: and this time, say I was like, "This is my turn. Now it's my time to. Here's my time. No, here's it's
1: my turn. Yeah,
0: <laughs> my turn. Pegasus meteor punch. But yes, you would think it would hit Shido, but it doesn't because he blocks them all with yes. the indestructible dragon shield that he has as part of his claw.
1: Yes, exactly, and it kind of sends it sends uh saya into something of a not a panic but like shock i would say at first right yeah it's like wait a minute how does he do that what did you think of the dragon shield dragon shield i thought was a interesting twist because of the fact that um we've seen people blocking we see people uh you know impervious to attacks this one is at first very much reminiscent of just the shield itself being enough to be able to be indestructible the fact that it it doesn't seem to have a weakness that's the thing that this is kind of pulling off um first and foremost i love dragon stuff so obviously i'm gonna have some biases here (laughs) you know like i do love the attacks i'll tell you that much
0: (laughs) absolutely but also it's just not his dragon is indestructible his fist also has the same power
1: exactly as the shield. yes it is is like that's the part uh, i mean um again these are little details that i think that uh each of the saints when they reveal what they're you know when they put their claws when they're when they use their abilities when any of them are in battle it is really well portrayed to me as an audience member who's new what their advantages and disadvantages are. That's something that I really think that Saint Seiya gets the long, very, it gets out there very easily to new audiences, at least to me.
0: Yeah. And then, no back to the fighting sequence, No, Seiya is like, Oh, really? Is it really that strong? Again, paraphrasing, you know, he doesn't say that.
1: (laughs) He does smack talk though. (laughs) Yeah.
0: He tried to block Shido's punch.
1: Yes. But basically just
0: Shido just shatters, you know, his arm the cloth on his arm. And, you know, it kind of shocked him.
1: Kind of like a self defeat in a way. <laughs> yeah.
0: But then, you no, know, Hyoga in the midst of the shadows, <laughs> you know, it's just like comes in like, oh, say already knows. I think Say already figured out how to fight him. Yeah. I did. <laughs> I want to say it's a good strategy. It was pretty dumb. <laughs> <laughs> right? It is a
1: strategy, though. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So then they, you know, no. Saya charges at Shido, and all of a sudden, like, you no, know, to the crowd, to everyone's like, Shido's dragon shield and his fist were damaged.
1: Yeah,
0: and no one knows like, like what, what happened. So well, they, now what? They watch the yeah. replay because there are replays of yeah,
1: they uh, have a, they have like a photo finish. That's what I like a photo finish of this. Yeah,
0: yeah. So basically, what happened was you know Saya charges, and then I think he get he gets hit by the shield.
1: Yes, on the face.
0: But, yeah, on the face. But then Shidu didn't realize it and then was about to strike him, anyways. But then he accidentally st- uh, striked his shield.
1: He struck his own shield, so yeah. to speak. So, so Hyoga, like he mm-hmm.
0: and Yoga mentions the contradiction from uh ancient Chinese writings. Like Eva, I didn't know about that. I was like, what's that? <laughs> I mean, and I was like, man, like these kids learned a lot. Good for yeah. them,
1: you know? <laughs> Yeah. I wouldn't have
0: know. Good wealth of knowledge. I didn't know about that.
1: Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm in my forties and I don't know any of this stuff.
0: But yeah, what, what did you think of that that contradiction that Shogun mentioned?
1: Well, what I think is interesting is that it also shows that r- despite all the knowledge that one gets in their training, that they're still not impervious and there's still much more to be had. That's something that I kind of noticed, is that um even though something might not be destructive, might be indestructible, that doesn't mean that there isn't a weak point, or it doesn't mean that there isn't a way around it, right? Um, in my personal uh, opinion, too, I-, I wrote one of the one of my things down right here. It was with the photo finish part. Well, of course, something that something that is a consequence of shattering his own shield and stuff of like that is that. The only way for this to continue on a fair fight would be if both of them decide to go shieldless, you know, like, like, like un, un unarmored themselves. Right. But that also means a for sure bet death um, with the way this tournament goes. So that brings up a very interesting, I guess you could say uh, anxiety, because like this is actually one of the, shorter episodes because of what they're showing. You know, there's a like it's based on battle rules more than anything else, you know? Um, I would say, like, uh for this episode, really what it was showing is how uh something that's seemingly impervious to damage actually can be damaged by itself, right? But also just slate of hand. Doing a slate of hand is all it takes to be able to get around some of these uh situations. The odd thing is that I also had to point out. Um, Sayori in this episode Sayori doesn't seem to be really phased in this fight and I'm not sure why and then like, like when I first saw it and even in this second I'm like she doesn't seem very phased in uh, episode four. like she's not too concerned and it makes me wonder why why in this battle is it? Is it like is there something about both of them or is this another situation where she just feels that um Se- that, that Seiya's just got the upper hand or is there like both of these play a vital role she seems unfazed though and yeah. i mean also also there was the other thing is that um shiru decides to actually um fight without or, you know without armor specifically um call, you call calling it a debt to his master you know he's that this is his way to repair repay his debt to his master not Financial, I believe he's talking about like training. You know, like he's re- doing it to really prove to his to his master. Um, yeah, and also I thought that was an interesting word. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, and then you no,
0: know, Sayo followed through. He's like, you know what? Yes. you Go know, because at this point, Sayo's cloth is damaged. Shidu's yep. cloth is damaged, and Shidu was like the first one to remove, you know, his cloth and. You know, in Saint say when you remove a cloth, you're you also remove your shirt, apparently. So <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> it's for it's, it's for the what do they call it? The um I forgot what word they use, like Yaoi or Yao or something like that. So <laughs> the uh, fans. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you know, say I removed his cloth too. Yes. And now they're both on equal levels. Exactly. And we also see a a little nice appearance by Shun, Andromeda Shun.
1: Yes, I tell yes.
0: and she was like, "You can't do that. You know, our claws are meant to protect us. You know, mm-hmm. without it, you know, you could get killed because it's you have absolute super death. strength, super, you know, human strength, powerful. You no, know, that are beyond human levels. You know, you need exactly. the claws.
1: Like in other words, anyone who whoever loses dies in this tournament. This is not one of the. It will, it will not be determined by a knockout. It'll be determined by a death. Yeah, pretty much. That's what it suggests yeah so and then it ends with Saya
0: and shiru about to fight again but this time without their cloth
1: exactly and now again this being one weirdly enough this one had one of the most notes that i've written on um on the on an episode before but it's because there is a lot of lore that goes around in here a lot of the stuff relating to uh um shiru's background specifically which i think is very pivotal. Um. I think that it also, I really like the idea of how it evens the playing field where, you know, easily, if they really wanted to continue the fight after, you know, the the armor was damaged if say, really wanted to, he could have continued being a little, you know, <laughs> a little bit of a big and he could have gone ahead and just killed him right there. But no, evening the playing field shows a very, very fair fight. And it just shows that their philosophy of fighting is The same. They both have the same kind of outlook. Let's just even the playing field. And I don't think, personally, either one of them want to kill each other. They want to win, but I don't think they want to kill each other. That's where my instinctual, like you know, analysis came from.
0: Yeah, I agree. And it's definitely, definitely a lot with Shido in this episode. I assume.
1: Definitely a lot. This one, and by the way, let me just give props to this thing. His character design is amazing. I absolutely love Shido's character design. Um, there's something about just like the, uh, that kind of, uh, what do they call it? The, the, like the long black hair thing going on, but also just like the style, the, the, his movement. Very, very, very well done. I love this design again, artistically it is another standout with, I think that this time the fights have the most, this one episode has more fluid movement than any of the other fights thus far, which that's impressive because that we've already seen some really nice set pieces throughout the series so far. Um, very good use of the virtual lighting that they're using too. It's just like, I love that high contrast kind of look that they that they have for the dramatic parts, you know, um, the waterfall parts with purple Yoda. Well, purple Yoda is awesome. I will always love Pro- purple Yoda. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, we're going to call him old master purple Yoda a lot.
1: A now. lot. <laughs> a lot. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we don't, don't want to review too much. We don't. Yeah. We don't. We don't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah overall though this was a this is one of the most edge of your seat ones i would have to say uh so far in the first five that we've seen for this this one has one of the more abstract endings because you're like ooh, where does this go
0: yeah what will happen between
1: them yeah they no, seem pretty damn evened off you know
0: <laughs> yeah and you know just i like how really just how it ends like it shows pegasus behind Saya, and then yes. like drag it <laughs> it's like, ooh, exactly. Ooh. It's
1: like... <laughs> You're just kind of like, okay, they both can they both can do immense damage, but the sad part is that like just the consequences are gonna be very high. So that's where we leave for this one.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So everyone, what are your thoughts on episode four? What are your thoughts on Dragon Shiru? You no, know, Seiya about their fight, you know, what are some things you like about this episode and some other things you did not like? Let us yes. know in the comments below. And if you do like this channel, please make sure to subscribe, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button so you know notified our new episodes. And also you can check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify as well if you want to take us on the road with you. And make sure to follow us on Instagram. We are, our handle name is at the Seven Sense Cosmo.
1: Exactly. And like I said, we liked it. We always like reading uh comments and opinions. Uh like 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 it or dislike. Let us know what we can do to help you out.
0: Absolutely. But until next time, keep your Cosmo burning.